Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Yeah, it's the podcast in which we kind of have fun with each other and goof around. And my name is Tom Sharpling, and I'm in Los Angeles. My name is Julie Klausner. I'm in New York City. How are you doing, Julie? I'm alive, if you can call it living. Yeah, you're doing it. Still breathing. I don't like it when people say, oh, the COVID capital of the world, or oh, you're in the epicenter, or oh, wow, how come you're not dead? When I'm on the phone with like customer service saying, send me more furniture. <laughs> uh-huh. So you're you're ordering furniture during and then the I'm pandemic. Returning, and then I return it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes um, I put it together. Okay. I only had one instance where I put it together and then took it apart to return it. Because once you put it together, I don't feel like you can fit it back into the... You know what I mean? Like, have you ever yeah. done that? Yeah. No, I if, I if it's out of the box and it's furniture and then it's just a battle between me and the furniture, one way or another, this thing's getting put together, even if it looks like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree in the but corner of the room. If there Has there been an instance in which you've put it together... And then you're like, I don't like this. I have to take it apart and send it back. No, I'll I'll, I'll make make do with whatever because it is. I have a theory that I think if more retailers sent you stuff that was more complicated to put together, you wouldn't send it back as much. So it'd be like the it's like the legalese of IKEA where they they put it in language you can't understand and you just have to go, oh, I guess whatever, I'll just keep it fine. I guess I'm the idiot. I think it's more like Blue Apron. Well, Blue Apron's probably a bad example because, yeah, once you cook it, you can't send it back. That's a bad example. Oh, yeah? Why, have you done that? Oh, yeah, I've done that. (laughs) Open the envelope, shove a risotto back in with a note (laughs) that just says, not good. (laughs) And they don't even know who it's from. They just yeah. open the envelope and it, it's no return address. It's you wrote just it in, you wrote it in gravy. 
Yeah, I write it in gravy. And what and you wrote is this blue, comma, apron. This blue apron blue. <laughs> and then it's, but it's on a piece of notebook paper mm-hmm. with like, with the edging, like the little like. Burned? Did, did that drive you nuts, notebook paper, when it would have, when you tear a piece out and you'd have all those little like loose, loose yeah, little was, ends? Yeah, it was disgusting. I felt like an animal. And did you just sit there all day like picking Chewing it apart, it? evening oh. it out? Chew- well, no, you chewed, if you chewed it. <laughs> Okay, just, I want to hear I, more about you chewing I, notebooks. I just chewed off the side so that the margin was nice and even. Mm-hmm. So if somebody else tore one off in school and then you saw the edging, you're just like, ooh. <laughs> and then I corn I want to bite it. I tell I No, I didn't want to bite it, but I had to get from point A to point B. I typewriter corn cobbed it. Yeah. Tick, 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 ding. Like the old uh, Jerry Lewis routine where he would be like, that was a Jerry Lewis. I thought that was just like everyone's funny uncle. Now he used to do a thing when he started off one of his go-to routines as a teenager was this typewriter routine where he would pretend to be like flailing away on a typewriter to that music. With corn? No, with just an, he would be miming it. Oh, I guess I was saying the thing where like, a, re- a male relative, let's be honest, like an uncle, mm-hmm. will eat his corn like he's doing a typewriter thing. He'll get to the end of the corn and then I'll go ding and then I'll start to he'll start. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Okay, so Jerry Lewis didn't invite invent that. No, he invented or at least performed. And I'm not going to even give him credit for inventing it necessarily. A thing where he would be on stage and pretend to have a typewriter and be like, and he would slide the bar back across into in time with the music. So who brought the corn into it? Some enterprising entrepreneur. And from the corn council. Of the corn. (laughs) (laughs) And do kids today who've never seen a typewriter before and don't know that when you get to the end of a line that you have to like put it back and it makes a dinging noise when their funny uncle does that with the corn do they think that oh they have no idea what's going on this that's a that routine is dead and no one wants it and (laughs) somebody trying to do that is um really just yeah they're they're obsolete they're fighting the the inevitable with that you can't you can't move time back we're not going back to typewriters well corn on the cob is still a funny thing to eat and i'm sure who would you rather watch eat corn on the cob (laughs) joe biden or donald trump Stop i don't think there's no way there's no way donald trump's ever eaten anything that isn't like in burger doesn't have like that McDonald paper around it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can't picture him eating anything that, you know, resembles something that, you know, someone would have identified as food 300 years ago. So you mean to say that if Melania, his lovely wife, wanted him to eat better, she could put like broccoli in like a McDonald's wrapper and and he would be so dumb that he would just be like, ooh, McDonald's. And it would just be broccoli in it. And he would eat it because it was in a McDonald's wrapper. <laughs> I think he'd wise up like a couple of chews in and it would just fall out of his mouth. <laughs> like this he isn't even... a quarter pounder. Like he doesn't even look at what it is. He just realizes four bites in that this was just a four? vegetable. I would give him two. And like I said, I don't think he would spit. I think he would just open his mouth and let it fall out. 
Sure. And I could picture Joe Biden working on a corn on the cob and overshooting it and going straight <laughs> through it. Just like he always just chomps right through the entire cob. <laughs> he ends up in Connecticut. Those are like, some powerful. I was, I was aiming for Delaware. Yeah. Him on the picture him on the Amtrak eating <laughs> corn on the cob. <laughs> the longest ever corn on the cob. It was like Amtrak size. Oh, he would do that routine that better. Da, 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 da. Oh. <laughs> here's my here's what I'm picturing. Joe Biden at the Amtrak station in Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> A giant tra- train sized corn cob. Pulled uh-huh. into okay. the station. So this is like. <laughs> Like a seven hundred foot long corn yes corn cob it pulls into the station. All aboard! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone goes in except for Joe Biden, okay. who stays on the platform and he puts a bib in his shirt. Uh-huh. Like he would run? Would he run to the front of the car and let it roll past him when it leaves the station? Yes, the, the train like, leaves. So you picture Joe Biden chomping away as the thing rolls past. On the world's largest corn cob. Yeah. And I'm not saying it would go fast. Like, he could take his time. He has to get to the end, though. Sure. Those are some industrial strength choppers he's got. Well, that's what I'm saying is he's got to make use of them. I think that they might be piano keys. They really might be. That would be... What if as a uh, a Biden election thing, like for a commercial... You got Tom Hanks and uh, to dance on Joe Biden's teeth like big. <laughs> but Robert Loja is dead. Well, just, and, so CG- is Villa- and so is Philip Bosco, who's the closest thing. So you're gonna, what are you going to say? CGI Loja? No, get Wilson. Just start bouncing Wilson on the thing. <laughs> stupid volleyball? That yeah. stupid, that stupid <laughs> bloody volleyball? Yeah. He I never saw bouncing. that movie. Sorry. I never saw all that movie either. I never saw that movie. Why is that volleyball so bloody? It's because he killed a guy with who um, <laughs> there was one other guy on the island. You never saw a castaway. Well, let me tell you, it's a thing where he ends up on an island and it's him. And then there's like a, a husky dude and they each look at each other. And the guy sees Tom Hanks as a hot dog. And then Tom <laughs> Hanks looks at the other guy and sees him as a hamburger and they start chasing each other they all chase around, around a palm island. tree. They yes. chase each other around a palm tree so much that the <laughs> island becomes smaller because they're on the perimeter. Yes, because they're because they're upending the sand to the point mm-hmm. that they're they're just like spinning it. So That's where does he movie. get the volleyball from? Does it fall from a tree like a coconut? Yeah, they crash into the tree, and then a coconut falls and hits the husky guy. And but he, then it, it opens, it splits open, and you see it was a volleyball inside. Yeah. It's one of those volleyballs in a coconut casing. Well, it sounds like a wonderful movie. It was a great movie. It was it was Zemeckis in top form, mm. and it's really worth checking out for that forty five minute scene where they both run around the palm tree. Can we just briefly, before we go any further, discuss? The- before we go any further, can we discuss, <laughs> discuss this? It. Can we discuss it right now? Because I need to. Uh, 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 uh. Let me sleep on it. We've done that at karaoke. We have. You and I have done that. That is it's so hard to do, but it's crush so worth it. Everybody, when we do that, though, they mm-hmm. don't even know what to do. It's the best thing ever. 
Um, I was going to ask if we could, before we continue, we have mentioned Robert Loggia, and I think it's important to watch that Tropicana uh, orange juice commercial. Yes, where he's so, like, yeah, yeah, hey, Billy. <laughs> so, Brad, have you seen this? Do you know what we're talking about? I don't know. Oh. Okay, you're in. You're in for a treat, Brad. Great. Because you're a fan of advertising in general, and you, you're familiar. You like the big time, right, man. Right. So imagine this: you're an ad executive, and you have a copywriter with a concept, and the only thing that's left out of the concept is the casting. And there's a certain amount of like you go down a list, like your first choice, second choice. Anyway, you end up with 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 this. Try some new Minute Maid orange tangerine. It's got calcium. Then I'm not drinking it. Oh, no, it's sweet. You'll like it. I don't believe you. Well, then who would you believe? I don't know, Robert Loja. Whoa, Robert Loja. Billy, your mother's right. New Minute Maid orange tangerine tastes great. And it's got as much calcium as milk. If you say so, Mr. Loja. Yeah. This is great. Enjoy your breakfast. New Minute Maid orange tangerine with calcium. Yeah. 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 Billy, you got to Yeah. Do you think that he gave a few of those to the sound guy, like some wilds, just in yeah, case he needed for them proposed? Yeah. You run the VO session. I'll be Robert Loja. Okay. Uh, so, Robert, we just need a few more things. Could you just, uh, just in case we need to use it later, could you just give me your line? Hey, Billy. Billy, you gotta drink this Tropicana. Okay, great. I think we're I think we're done. Yeah. Oh wait, what are you doing? Yeah. Do some more of that. Yeah. <laughs> give me like seven uh, more, but <laughs> can you just give me two where you're excited? Uh, <laughs> Is that the excited one? Uh, okay. <laughs> Could you, could you, can I just have one where you're moaning in pain and then when you're moaning in pleasure? All right, do six real quick. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, I think we're done. Uh, no, please stop. Mr. Loja, we have someone coming in after you. Do, do you need your you need your parking validated? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Brett, what was what were your impressions of that commercial that you saw for the first time? Well, he's drinking orange juice right now. That's his impression of it. He's got a giant oh, glass of Tropicana. Minute made. Minute made. Minute I mean, made. first of all, yeah, I'm sold. I'm sold on the product. Um, I, I wonder what the is the kid supposed to be like a cinephile? Like what? what like what would like <laughs> like why is Robert Loge's name just like right on his on the tip of his tongue? Uh, I, so I'm curious about the kid, really, as to why well, like right. Know, Right. I mean, I think like the there's a, there's two answers. One is like the production answer, which is that like there's probably like 40 printouts of names that said no. 
And right, right, right. Off, off the top of my head, uh, Jack Nicholson, Marlon Brando. Uh, although Marlon Brando would have been great. Yeah. Picture him. That orange juice. Rolling in nice and slow. Door opens. <laughs> yeah, you want some orange juice? Billy, <laughs> Billy drink your juice. Billy. Wait. He's like, he goes. He goes. <laughs> He just walks in, sits down, starts eating the <laughs> plastic food on the table <laughs> that's there because they're filming for 16 like, hours. Who would you listen to? I don't know. Marlon Brando? <laughs> are these ego like- waffles? Are these egos? These are good. No, they're code. They're shellacked so that they can stay. There's literal, literal oh, poison oh, like, on those. Oh, I like a challenge. <laughs> Stella Adler gave me some of those. Uh, so the that's the, that's the production answer of why it is Robert Loja. As far as like the logic of why this kid is thinking about him right away, I think that has more to do with like, do the parents like tell him a story every night about him? Did he just have a dream about him? Um, I can't think of other movies besides Big that he would have been exposed to. Well, what we're going to have to do is get mm-hmm. some old-fashioned CG, get someone in a green unitard with ping-pong balls all over it, <laughs> and they're going to be Loja, and it will slap his face on it as they're dancing on Joe Biden's teeth. Fine. So we was talking... Uh, last week on the show, we mentioned that at the tail end of the show, just as a little throwaway thing, you might not have took it seriously. Yeah, because ninety we percent were... of our listeners have, are passed out either from food or depression mm-hmm. by we by like I think minute fifty eight of the show. Yeah, there might have been for some people a post Columbo uh, mm-hmm. nap nap required because that was. Uh, she was so much fun, but there was high energy and, and, yes. and just like you might not have had nothing left in the tank after that. But we so we talked real quickly about this idea we had because we've been and doing podcast rescue, yes. right, Julie? Yes. And we thought it would be fun to um, extend our expertise around the art of fixing things towards other human beings because podcasts we've I mean, we're still going to do it. We're still going to work on it. We're going to make them perfect. But we think that we'd like to you know, use our talents on someone that may need our help in that particular way. Yes. So we came up with the idea of schlub rescue. And this is a schlub. Are you going to ask me like, what's a schlub? No. You tell me what a schlub. What's a schlub, Julie? It's it's just like like any Yiddish word. It just sounds like what it is, you know, Mm -hmm. just a a schmo, a schlemiel, not a schlemazel. Not a schlamazel, not a schnorra. A schnorrer is a pig. You know the difference between a schlemiel and a schlamazel? Um, please tell me. Well, a schlemiel, and I might be mixing them up, but a schlemiel is the one who spills the soup, and a schlamazel is the one who gets the soup spilled on him. Oh, okay. I knew soup was involved somehow. <laughs> Usually, something that's hot and cheap. Fair fair amount of these Yiddish things tie into soup somehow. Sure. 
Because it's like a schnorra will take too much soup. We'll be just like, like it's always like. I know. There, there's never any like, like you know, the tyrants and the victory, like the eagle. Like there's none of that. There's yeah. just mostly soup and potatoes. Yeah. It's a bowl of soup. Um, And so we want someone who's listening who could use our help perhaps getting a social media makeover or um, maybe like snazzing up their online presence to approach us and, and ask us for advice and we will help you kind of be the best version of yourself. Yes, we will look at what you do and we will figure out what you're doing wrong and we will make it right and so you will be the star of social media after go we're done. from schmo to whoa. Like what a that. schmo. <laughs> you go from, yeah, whoa, what a schmo. It's totally, at least like you got it. a whoa in there, though. Yeah. yeah. So send a submission to Double Threat Pod on any of the social medias. And then if we select you, we'll have you on the show. And then we'll uh, make you tweet stuff so that your Twitter's better. And we'll help you uh, we'll help you come across as the person that you want to be based on the things that you want. Exactly. So... If you feel like you are a schlub and you need some rescuing, now you know where to go. Yes, Double threat. Exactly. Double threat. Schlub pod. rescue. Um, Tom. Yes, Julie. If you're like me, you're thinking a lot these days about celebrities and how they're doing. Oh, the, I am a lot like you. I wonder how they're doing. I'm like, what? How is like. I wonder, like, how's Vin Diesel taking the right. uh, the quarantine? Right, because usually around this time he'd be on Jimmy Fallon, and mm-hmm. the two of them would have like tennis rackets taped to other tennis rackets. Yeah, they'd be playing some kind of fun game. Well, wait, hold on. Maybe each one of them would have like a fan of tennis rackets, so like four, or five, like peacock feathers. Okay. And then they'd put them on their butts. <laughs> And they yeah. go, oh, I'm a peacock. And they'd be strutting around the stage doing a thing. And then at some point, somebody's just like, are we sure about these games Jimmy's coming up with? <laughs> no, these because are- then then the roots would go into da-da-da, 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 da-da-da. Because then he'd start strutting mm-hmm. like Mick Jagger. Sure. And then he'd be into one of his famed impressions. And then Vin Diesel would, I don't know what Vin Diesel would do at that point. So we've been tracking what some celebrities have been up to and how they're coping with the quarantine. And we're each going to play each other a little thing of celebrities and coronavirus. And so my example is of someone I think who's handling the quarantine beautifully. Um, and that is Patty Lupone, who is someone who's always been who she is but i think now people are finally appreciating it in a way like they like that she says what's on her mind and is a lot of fun and kind of messy and crazy talented and so i guess she had done this benefit like one of the first weeks of quarantine for rosie o'donnell from her basement and then people were like i want to see the rest of your basement so she started putting out these videos on twitter where she tours her basement and shows it to to fans. And I think they're a lot of fun. See the basement, okay? But wait, come with me because I haven't moved. I gotta do the jukebox. Oh, the jukebox is open, it should be open. Um, So we wanna put on on the jukebox. Okay, 309 and then I'll take you on a little journey. Okay, let's see, 309, go for it. 
Okay, so here's the jukebox. And uh, this is, uh, here's Nipper, the RCA dog. Here's Nipper, the RCA dog. And, and here's a one-armed bandit. Remember those things? Remember when you had to pull it? So you put a nickel in here, and you pull that arm. And you listen to, you know, uh, Les Paul and Mary Ford. And I didn't win anything. And then we come over here. Can you hit pause, please, Brad? She's having a good time. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. She's got a slot machine in her basement, jukebox, massage table, the RCA dog, <laughs> some clapboards from productions she did hanging, mounted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she figured everything out. Oh, completely. It only gets better. But I can't send it. I, I showed you a whole bunch of shit. But... Cranking that Jim Croce. Guess what it is. Okay, better view. Guess what it is. Bing, bing, bing. Baby, sing to me, baby. Sing to me, baby. Sing to me. Bada bing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love this. I like her. I'll say this. Keep pausing for a second. I like. She's playing pinball and dancing around. um, And she's got some pretty good flipper technique. She's not hitting both at the same time, which is a sign of an amateur. So I like her pinball flipper technique. Yeah, I was. I was going to ask you as a pinball aficionado. Like, first of all. Are you familiar with that particular? Is that a police squad? No, it seems like a machine that she built. There's no such machine as the one she's got in her house. Seriously? No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just. It just. Um, no, she. Um, so she's got good flipper technique. She's got good flipper te- flipper technique. She's a little too amped though for. Oh, you she, think? She's. She's trying to do it all at once. Makes me wonder what was in that basket she held up. <laughs> it's probably about four inches of some old uh, ste- yeah. some old Broadway powder, uh- <laughs> right? That kind of like get you going for that Wednesday matinee. <laughs> Just stick your face in that feed bag and, and that inhale. Was what that, that was what that bucket was when she when she held that up and yeah. said, "Guess what this is? This is my bucket full of cocaine." <laughs> This is my Coke bucket. Now, I pulled a quarantine clip for you of a celebrity telling us how to navigate the pandemic. Yes. And uh, I can't wait. Somebody, uh, he's a rocker. He's uh-huh. been known as the Red Rocker, some have called him. Sammy Hagar. Why is, oh, Jesus. Because he would wear red all the time on stage. Oh, okay. I was going to say because of his rosacea. He looks great. He (laughs) He really looks looks like a million dollars. He looks like the other guy in the castaway thing I was describing. (laughs) It was Tom Hanks chasing 
<laughs> Sammy Hagar around a right. coconut tree. And even though that Tom Hanks was thinner, this guy was like, he had no, ch- like he was breathless. Yeah. Well, here's what Sammy Hagar had to say about the cor- has to say about the quarantine. Hey, all you rockers out there, Sammy Hagar from the Circle. Uh, what? I'm Wait, stop, 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 please. I have a question from the Circle. Is that that show you like? He was not on the Circle. Okay, and then the second thing I have is why his neck so itchy. He immediately starts scratching his neck as though he's wearing a shirt with a collar that's less generous than it is, and it's already a very stretched out crew neck T-shirt. So yeah. already it's like less than a second in, and I have. Those gotta, first thing you got to notice is that this video was liked by Jason Bonham, son of John Bonham, <laughs> Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham. It's good to know Jason Bonham is following Sammy Hagar on Instagram, first of all, and is liking his posts. I just want to say how serious this whole thing is and try to encourage you to, for once, us rockers got to go by the rules, got to do what we're supposed to do. And the sooner we all do it, the sooner this thing will go away. And we can get back to what we really do. And that's rock and roll. Well, me anyway. Can't wait for the concerts. <laughs> I'm so horny. Anyway, <laughs> be safe. Wash your hands. Go by the rules. Just for a little while. We'll be all right. I feel like. Yeah. If I were directing this, I'd be like, that directing was great, Sammy, it. If you but- <laughs> were directing it, would you think there's somebody else there? Definitely. First of all, if there's somebody else there, Sammy wouldn't be horny. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, I don't know, like if, it, if you were doing a cameo for someone mm-hmm. and you were saying, hey, Tom, I heard it's your birthday, you know, happy birthday and I love your show and I hope you have a great day and Hitler had some good ideas and yeah. anyway, don't eat too much cake, goodbye. Yeah. You're yeah, like, wait a minute, <laughs> what was um, that thing you said in the middle yeah exactly wait let's back up there uh sammy that thing yeah he uh he's so fucking horny man he's horny he's alone (laughs) in his house and there's other things on this instagram i have not even tried to look at like him making pizza Uh uh-huh okay yeah he's just he's got a van halen album cover where they're all wearing uh masks now he's really he's getting some graphic art uh sammy's working on his photoshop skills while in uh lockdown i like that he makes it very clear as to why he can't wait to get back to the concerts yes so so for people who say there's no upside to the pandemic i think we found i think we found the upside Sammy Hagar is unable to come to your town and have sex with with people. He is currently your town is safe from him coming. Oh, coming, yeah, he's yeah. public enemy number something or other. Hey, wow, Sammy Hagar just <laughs> horny. He's Sammy's having a hard time in quarantine. Clearly, but he's also like, oh, I got to do this video to tell other people to hang in there because it's the only thing that's going to keep yeah. me from like jerking off for not 10 seconds. What if he, um, <laughs> what if he showed up in Patty Lapone's basement suddenly? Uh, hey, Patty. It's, a, it's I think Sammy it'd be a, Hagar. It'd be a win-win. 
And she's just like, let's play some pinball. Let's go over here. Let's play some pinball. Hey, Sammy, did I show you this? Over here, look at these cassettes. Over here, look in this basket. Look at this trophy. Look at this. And then, he, and then she like, looks over and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> he's under the pinball machine. Or he's just done. Asleep. And he's like, oh, I got to wipe off nipper. The RCA dog. <laughs> so celebrities are doing their best and... We need to take a page from their book, Julie, and be more like celebrities. Be more like you need to be more like Patty Lapone, and I need to be more like Sammy Hagar in the face of this thing. Right. The true courage, the bravery that it took for Sammy Hagar to admit that as soon as this that this quarantine is preventing him from having sex with fans. Tom and I have known each other for a long time, but we have only been hosting this show together for, I don't know, a month or so. Who knows? Time is elastic at this point. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Time is moving in weird ways, but when it comes to doing a show together, we are on the on the the newer side of things. So we wanted to play a game that everyone knows called the new newly host game yes and this is an effort to make sure that julie and i really know each other and understand each other and what a better way to better know your friend and And your co-host and co-host than to play a fun game that we're calling like you said the new newly host game right because we're oldie friends but we're newly hosts yes so Brett, our our producer and uh, and uh, engineer and everything, he's Mister Everything. Mm-hmm. Brett, and you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that I've said it before. I'll say it again. So many of these podcasts, their their producers are just losers, and they revel in what losers they are. We've got a winner. We're we're the we're the the show that has a winner. Yeah, when they do producer. when they do speak on the mic, it's always about how dirty their fingernails are. These producers, they're like, oh my god, like I tried to get my 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 fingernails are like even though I'm washing my hands constantly, like I don't even know what it is under there. Yeah, one's more gross than the next, and that's not our problem right now. If anything, our producer is too cool and too too, too clean. reliable and too clean. Um, but Brett is going to be the host. Uh, he'll play the Jim Lang, I guess it would be. Was that or the host Bob, of or Bob Eubanks or one of those guys that either jerked off to death or hung himself? There's like a long, there's a long storied history of game show hosts in this country doing unconscionable things to end their own lives. Yes, Ray Combs committed suicide. Family Feud host Ray Combs. Roy Cohn also hosted um, Singled Out. In a dream Remember I Remember when Roy Cohn hosted Single Out? That was a weird run on the show. Um, it was him. And then they they were like, no, we're going to go. They're like, we're going to use Chris Hardwick. And he's like, oh, you're going in a different direction? He's like, no, we're using Chris Hardwick. <laughs> so we got some, we answered some questions independent of each other. Yeah, we and don't know what each other's answers are. We're going to try to guess the answers, and Brett will say if we're right or wrong. Brett, do you want to kick it off? 
All right. Uh, welcome to the new- A little bit more energy, Brad. Yeah, okay, listen, his... here's the thing. You know what I think, Tom? We actually probably spoiled him a little bit when oh, we were talking about how clean he is and everything. And now he's got the uh, an old case of the senior slumps. Yeah, cock of the walk. He's Jeez, cock of the please. walk. Yeah. You gotta For, bring you don't it. Have to... Earn this, Brett. Come on. Yeah, right. earn you don't have to be like Patty Lupone in her damn basement, but like- Yeah, go, put stick a little your pep head. In... go stick your head in the basket. Stick your head in the All coat right. basket and then um, do me a favor. Uh, uh, just uh, basically that. But I was going to say, like, are we we're keeping points, right? Like if I guess what you said, I get a point, right? Yes. And then the winner gets to do a little dance. Oh, <laughs> the winner gets to make the loser do a little dance. OK, how about that? that like an embarrassing good. dance, like a funny, yes. like hula like a fu- like a oh I'm already I can't do it until I lose. I'm thinking I want you if I win this I'm going to have you do one of those oh, those Cossack dances, those Russian dances. <laughs> like the, what? Oh, you the, mean when I put my yes. arms out and then I <laughs> my legs just start the, kicking like and you'll be down on the you'll be doing leg kicks okay so you want me to do like a russian got it so just like the from the waist up nothing moves nothing (laughs) moves you've got your arms folded yep and you're just right immobile from the hips up yeah everything else is just it's like two different people and if you win, I mean, if you lose, then you have to do that one where you crouch down and you do the thing with your hands back and forth. And then you like, how do I describe this? You like point to the right and skip to the right. And then you point okay. to the left and skip to the left. Uh-huh. And then you just do something where like your your legs are going like, like a prospector. Like you're just... You're so happy you found gold. Question one. Oh, by the way, and if we tie, Brad has to twerk. Yes. All right. Uh, welcome to the new newly host game. <laughs> Hold on. No, uh, not, not so are we this. just going to pretend that's okay because we're ready to move on? <laughs> because it's not. I am ready to move on, but that's not there okay, Brett. Yes. And you're not going to no. be like, well, fix it in post with music. Music only does so much. Question one. Start from the beginning. Welcome to the, please. Okay, take the take three. Are you ready for the new newly host game? I like that. I like that. Yeah. With today's contestants, Julie Klausner. Yay! It's me. And Tom Sharpling. Boo! <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. What did I do to you people? Hang him. Hang him. Hang him high. Watch his legs dangle back and forth in the wind. This is the weirdest game show audience I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Break his neck with a noose. We don't care if he really did it. (laughs) Did it? I'm on trial? I thought I was on a game show. We don't have trials. We just have punishments. How well do Tom and Julie know each other? Let's find out. Question one. Wait, you should ask us, like, Julie, like, tell us a little something about yourself. <laughs> like, oh, or, or no, you, know, you should be like, Julie, like, read here that, like, 
you collect birds or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie, so um, I hear that you just got some new furniture in your apartment. Who the fuck told you that? That's creepy. I don't like this one bit. Jesus Christ! What are you, my ex-boyfriend? You got a fucking telescope position to look at my goddamn living room? This is weird. This is an invasion of privacy. I had to buy blackout curtains for that piece of shit. All right. And Tom, um, I, um, um. Oh, boy, you know nothing about me. Let's just play the game. Live in Los Angeles now. Let's play the game. Let's just play the game. Put him in the guillotine. Off with his head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, apparently I'm going to get executed at the end of this game show. So, All right. Question number one. Who would you want to play you in the movie of your life? So, Julie, okay. what, do you, what do you think Tom answered? What do you think Tom would say? What do you think Tom I, said? Okay. Say it again. Who, who do I think Julie would want to play her in the movie of her life? I'm going to just go with. Wait, let me think. We'll start with Julie's okay. answer. Okay. James Gandolfini's son. <laughs> to play me? Yes. That that's who I want to play myself? I'm, teeny, teeny Gandolfini. <laughs> what was my answer, Brett? I'm sorry, Julie. The correct answer is Danny DeVito, 30 years from now. Say this. Yeah, I wrote joke answers for every single one of them. Just give me a minute. We're doing a we're taking a 10-minute break. I swear to God, Tom. I wish that you had told me this. I thought that was what we were gonna do. I thought it was joke answers. I didn't think it was real answers. Suddenly we're doing real stuff. Okay, you know what? I need a 10-minute timeout. I need a timeout. I'm calling a timeout. All right. Uh, So with a score of zero to zero, that concludes the first episode of the new Newly Hosts game. Uh, We will catch you next week. Yes, next week. With a a slightly longer version. (laughs) With a slightly longer version of this same show. Now twerk for us, asshole. Yeah, damn it. This was all that's, a that's a tie. That's a tie. We still we still want Tom to die. We yeah. still want Tom oh, to die. The studio audience. Boy, you guys, what did I do to you guys? Huh? You don't you you don't uh you guys don't knock it off or bring Sammy Hagar in here. <laughs> Fuck all of he'll you have, to death. Have sex with each and every one of you. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, we always put the call out to the listenership, and people send in clips that we can check out and get all uh, get all uh, 
hot and bothered by and whatever, and we're going to hear what people sent in. You got something for us, Brett? Yes. Um, so this is a clip that was actually submitted by multiple listeners this week. Uh, so this is a, this was a very popular one. Um, uh, it was submitted by uh, listener Megan uh, and then a couple others as well. Um, and, and people can people can send in clips that they think we will get a, a, a kick or a charge out of. You send them to doublethreatpod at gmail.com. And don't send them to us because we want to be surprised when... <laughs> Sorry, I just can't think of Danny DeVito. What's that? I just keep thinking of Danny DeVito 30 years from It's so funny. I'm sorry. I'm ready. I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. Yes. Yeah, so listener Megan sent this in, in addition to some other people. Yes. And so, uh, so this is a, a video series, the first in a series that Josh Gad is hosting uh, called Reunited Apart with Josh Gad. Wait, uh, what? Did you know about this, Tom? Oh, this is news to me. I've never heard of this in my life. So Josh Gad's hosting uh, this series where he reunites the the casts of of famous uh, films uh, via Zoom, and uh, they kind of talk about uh, the project that they all did together. Uh, really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is this is uh, and uh, has some has some has some good production value to it. This is definitely something that uh, uh, you know he's he's putting some effort into. Who are the films that he's? reunited so far so so far there's only one uh one version of this series has come out yet antichrist uh it's lars Hunter's antichrist (laughs) (laughs) josh gad's a huge dogma 95 guy because if you film it in the natural setting you got it you got to follow the rules yes there are tenets to this Shoot on video. <laughs> no bi- sound. Every second, sound must be part of the production. Second rule is you're just a dick. That's <laughs> just one yeah. of the other ones. So this a woman, is, a woman has to have hurt you. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, yes. This is so, the first reunion. So the first film that he did is Goonies, uh, and uh, he starts off here with just a little one-on-one with. Um, uh, Sean Astin, and then he uh, brings in the whole cast. Hey, Sean! Hey, Sean Astin, is hey, that you? Josh, yeah. Hey, it's yeah. me, Josh Gad. Yeah, no, I know. Thank, thank you for returning my twelve. Oh, call. hold on a second. Got a little overwhelming, not to just. Oh my God, this is crazy. Sean Astin does not want to be here. <laughs> is he doing a bit, or do you think he's genuinely like? He acted. He acted like my my cat before Jimmy at the vet when she was mm-hmm. cornered. <laughs> at first, at first, she made herself look as small as possible, like she'd blend mm-hmm. into the wall, and then she would just come out hot and like just try to kill the vet. And that's what um, Shot Aston looks like. He's just clearly trapped. Yeah, he's he's in a room that looks like uh, looks like a set. I don't know if that's a room. It looks like it's the width of that small bookcase behind him, like a closet or a corner of a room. Yeah. He's got a crappy bookshelf behind him. I mean, it looks like he's in a uh, like a, like a, a room that people forgot existed. 
in a house that if he someone yeah goes and hangs out in there every once in a while. And if someone showed me like a still of this video and asked me if I thought it was a suicide video, I'd say yes. Because <laughs> it really does look like he's like, look, yeah. I've only been I've only been staying alive for you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Look, he's just so Josh Gad's like, hey, Sean Astin. Yeah. No. He, it's no, also I that I mean, back to the cat metaphor, like Josh Gad really sticks his face into the camera the way like cats don't like it when you like go right up to them and like stick your faces into theirs. And yeah. Josh Gad doesn't seem to know that. Hey there, how can I help you out, big man? Oh, no, it's nothing big. It's a, it's a, it's a small uh, favor. Was wondering if uh, you could help me track down your entire cast from your movie, The, the Goonies. Could you just pause that? it? You please pause what? it. In the background, let's focus on Josh Gad's art hanging on the wall. <laughs> First of all, it looks like Charles Manson hanging out with Kermit the Frog <laughs> in the corner there. Oh, wait, no, that's Jim Henson. I'm sorry. I think Jim Henson is Cockney slang for Charles Manson. Yeah. A bit of the old Kermit. Yeah. I'm hanging out with Kermit, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. You think Kermit? He's It's like, he's the puppeteer. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Who's working the puppet, man? You think I'm a puppet? I think you're a puppet, motherfucker. I'm the puppeteer. I'm the, you're a fucking marionette. I've written a yeah. song about it. Marionette. Marionette. <laughs> You think I'm in jail? Maybe you're the one in jail, motherfucker. It's like, no, you're in jail. I'm pretty much pretty sure you're the one in jail, oh, Charles. Yeah, so Charles. that's Charles Manson. But also Charles. Can we just think about that for a second? <laughs> that we just had to say Charles Manson? Like, of course, we need to show him the respect <laughs> he deserves. Don't call him Chuck. No, Charles. Could do it. There's plenty of ways. Great. Yeah, but you know, it kind of takes something to get something. Sean, please don't. Do it. Please don't Come make on. me show you my cock again. Do it. Come on. Do it. He's going to make him do the, the, ch the chug, right, chug, Sean, chubble, okay. fubble I'll thing. Do I'll do the trouble shuffle. No! No! No, that is not what I meant. Oh, what I was driving right. at was, you know, a little Olaf. Can you do a little Olaf? Come on, please. Just a little bit, my wife and kids, like a little message. They would love it. We love that movie so much, please. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Hey, that's me. I'm Olaf. I like warm hugs. It, that's it? You can do better than that. Come on, you're Olaf. Hey, hi, Sean's family. I'm Olaf. Would you or your family like to see me do the trouble shuffle? No. Ugh. Still no? No, but it was great, Olaf. Thank you. You want to make the call now? Can you, you want pause, to round them please, up? Can you pause, please? This um, I don't have anything to say. I feel like this may have this may have done me in. Yeah, this really the quarantine just hit home for me. This whole thing really, the magnitude of this and the, the feeling trapped part of it. I really just felt for the first time seeing Sean Astin in uh, a supply closet. <laughs> like being forced to do this bit sort of half-heartedly and yeah josh and then, gad being way too energetic yeah and then josh just brought up um brought up a a, a, a screen with six 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 more people would have one two three yeah and it's like 
it, it seems like it's the uh, it seems like it's the uh, everything must go section of cameo right <laughs> who's now. That, who's on the lower right? Is that John Malkovich dressed up as Paul of Tompkins? We got. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck Prices is, are being slashed re- over at cameo. I don't remember. Uh, uh, Poirot F. Tompkins as a as a character from Goonies. But that guy, who is that guy? Who Seriously? is that in the bottom right? What Goonie is that? Uh, Jeff, which Game of Thrones set are you currently <laughs> occupying? Uh, t- well, this is uh, my friend Tony Montana. This is his throne, and he let me wear it. I, I reached the pinnacle of entertainment uh, by portraying the role of Chunk, and I, there was nowhere to go but that. Hold so on, on everything. Stop the presses. So we just got chunk. so much information in the last two seconds. That is chunk A. B. What was the other thing we learned? That was crazy. Uh, chunk has a replica of the Scarface. Yes. Set. That. Yes. That. That thing. That thing. Wow. That he's sitting on a. Sitting on a Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Me, my, <laughs> me, what is it? Me, it's my little friend. Me, say hello to my, <laughs> to little, my little friend. friend. Giant pile of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> From Patty Lapone's basket. <laughs> wow, wow, wee wow. All right, well, that's Chunk's... Uh, I feel like we have Chunk's truth. And here comes Corey Feldman. Doing well. I'm actually stuck outside of the country. So I'm the only one, I believe, who's quarantining very far, very far from all of you because I had premiered my film, uh, My Truth, the documentary, which is the expose that I spent the last three years working on. And it's a really important film. This is incredible. Sorry, can I you love, pause that? That was a nice, disrespectful little sting there. This guy made a movie about child abuse in show business. Is that what it is? Well, it, it you wouldn't know based on what he just said because they really like they chopped. He it couldn't up. have been more vague. Yeah, he was vague, but then he's just like, but people who know it, it's like, yeah, it's a movie about everything. <laughs> soon as he's done, it's like trivia his, facts. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> and when my mom sent me to summer camp for fat kids and they served lunch, I pigged out. Somebody else joined the thing. Hell. I see a couple more goonies in the scene. I think that's Harvey Keitel. But, but the worst Harvey thing Keitel. Well, he wasn't even in goonies, but he's in No, the- he's he's on. He, you've ever been in a Zoom where someone else joined? I think he's ready for the bad lieutenant one. That would be the best second one for Josh Gad. You know, it's a lot of fun. Because Josh Gad's voice is always like so weirdly like strained yeah we got the cast of bad lieutenant together we got harvey Keitel. <laughs> we got those Abel two Farr. girls in the car we have the, the one the nun who was murdered the two girls from the car where harvey's cranking it and <laughs> you guys want to ask each other questions like abel ferrara is over at <laughs> hotel chelsea abel ferrara just sits there sharpening his knife yeah, he's just got one of those like old fashioned mortar, 
like the stones that you pump, you like the circular stone you just sharpen a knife against. You're pumping it, working with a foot pump. You sharpen every a once knife in a while. He finger. puts it on his tongue. Yeah, ah, heat, hot metal, hot metal on the tongue. <laughs> Nothing like it. Abel Ferrara seems like Marty Scorsese's like, like his like annoying brother. He's like, ah, my brother's here. Those two. Yeah, together I, seem like a whole thing. I met Abel Ferrara once. I was getting a tour of the Chelsea Hotel from somebody who was living there and walking all over and seeing all the artwork and stuff. And then just in the hallway was Abel <laughs> Ferrara. Stop like, it. I swear it was like, wow. Okay. I guess that's he's Abel Ferrara's got to be somewhere. Wow. He might as well be in this hallway right now with like an ice bucket full of toes. <laughs> like he, was doing the ice, he was doing the ice bucket challenge and <laughs> it was, it was, yes, it was filled with toes. I'm Abel Ferrara and this is the <laughs> ice I bucket challenge. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I challenge Al Goldstein. <laughs> it's like everyone's dead that he challenges. Yeah. I challenge Ed Koch, Al Goldstein. <laughs> and Grandpa Al Lewis. <laughs> Grandpa Al Lewis. To, to do dump this. a bucket of toes on their heads too. <laughs> he thinks that the ice bucket challenge is just toes. Yeah, like Abel. Uh, you know, it says I- ice in the ice in the thing. It doesn't mention toes anywhere in the thing. And he's still doing. It. There's no camera anywhere. He's just doing them over and over in his room. This is Abel Ferrara, and now I'm gonna do. <laughs> Now I'm going to do the rancid milkshake challenge. <laughs> he just pours an old milkshake on his head. On his head. Yeah. It's like, I challenge John Kazeel. And, <laughs> and uh, Judy Sill. Michael Cimino. <laughs> and... <laughs> Again, Kurt Cobain. I challenge Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Sid and Nancy. I challenge Sid, Nancy. I challenge Sid, Nancy, Marty, and Elaine, and Kurt Cobain. <laughs> to, to the, the Ransom Milkshake Challenge. Like Abel. Ay ay ay! Nobody's uh, and people just the the guy in the next apartment just hears him through the wall. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, that's cold." Or he's like, "Oh, yeah. that's rancid." Ooh, oh, 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 that was a boy. That was a rancid milkshake. Well, it's a good cause. Here's on the wall. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> shut up! Shut up in there! Yeah, shut up! You shut up! <laughs> I'm, I'm raising money to- for charity. Well, I'm trying to paint a picture of a son. Well, hopefully Josh Gad does Bad Lieutenant next. <laughs> People should ask him on Twitter if he'll do Bad Lieutenant on Reunited yeah. Apart. If everyone actually listening to this can tweet at Josh Gad and ask, when will the cast of Bad Lieutenant be on Re- Reunited Apart? That would be great. We'd really appreciate that. Yes. And anybody who gets an answer from him immediately enters our Hall of Champions, the double threat yes. Hall of Champions. You become immortal. 
Yeah. If you can get, if you can just, get just Josh, get Josh, Josh said to, to respond. Just Josh and, uh, Yeah. And like vary the language to be like, oh man, I'm so excited. I heard about the bet. Like I heard there's going to be a bad lieutenant challenge or a reunion. Like, can you confirm or deny, you know, just like vary your tone. That's bad lieutenant. And he's just not (laughs) sure what it is. (laughs) Or he like just had to watch it for the first time and he's pale and confused. Yeah. Play it. Play it with your family, dude. It's a good movie. So Tom. Yes, Julie. I had a good time today. Did you? I had a great time today. And I'm excited for next week when we're going to play an even longer version of the newly host game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have someone, uh, one of our listeners join us to participate in Schlub Rescue. Yes. Or Schlub. It- Was it Schmo or Schlub? Schlub. Schlub Rescue. Please email us or or you know, send us stuff on socials. What is our email again, Brett? Our email is doublethreatpod at gmail.com. So send us that and send us uh, or send Brett things for us to discuss on future episodes. We can give it the old Tom and Julie business. Mm -hmm. And uh, between then and now, be be well, be safe, be kind. I would say the things you need to do in this pandemic, the two main things are be safe yeah. and uh, subscribe to Double Threat Pod at wherever uh, you at get every, your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and like us and follow us and tell people about it. Those are the two things to help us and, flatten the curve. And then the third thing to do is even if you're really horny, don't do any concerts. Yes. Stay away from Sammy Hagar. <laughs> as tempting as it may be. I, I was going to say, like, should we put like a barbed wire? Like, is there like a UPS warning that we can put? Like a, can we contact UPS about no contact delivery, even if he says he doesn't want no contact delivery? Like, yeah. they should be warned, right? He's like, I want extra contact delivery. <laughs> and they're like, we don't offer that. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.